a lot of the time when you are delivering really valuable free content, the next question in somebody's mind is, great, how can I keep working with you? Or what's the next step? And if we don't give them the next step, they're going to go and try and figure out the next step. They might be Googling little snippets of things. They might be trying to find somebody else who can help them. Whereas if you give them that really clear next step of, if you want to go deeper into this, this is what you need to do next, then you're potentially saving them from going down all sorts of rabbit holes that might not serve them very well. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Imperfect Action. This is episode 617. Today, I am coaching a past student of mine, Tristan Jarvis, who is really struggling with the challenge of converting her audience to buyers. She's posting on Instagram regularly. She has an email list. She has a private Telegram community, but she's really struggling to convert this audience into buyers. So, Today, we are workshopping how she can better convert the people who are lurking in her world into actual paying clients. This is a challenge that I know many of you are struggling with. So if this is something that you you know, like, oh, I don't sell to my audience very effectively or they don't convert, and maybe you're wondering if it's an audience size issue, well... You need to listen to this episode. And without any further ado, let's jump in to the chat with Tris. Welcome, Tris. I'm very excited to be workshopping with you on this challenge today. So for our listeners, would you please introduce yourself, tell them what you do and what your challenge that you are struggling with right now is? Thank you. And thank you so much, Steph, for having me on your podcast as well. Um, so I'm Tris, um, Tris Alexandra I go by. I'm a holistic clinical nutritionist and I specialize in women's health hormones and PCOS. So I, um, I'm from Melbourne and I, I work exclusively online. So I have clients all over the world, but predominantly in Australia. Um, and I offer one-on-one, um, nutrition consults and coaching and I have so I do the one-on-one consults, but I also have my signature program, which is um, Heal Your PCOS. And that combines my one-on-one consultations with my clients alongside like a um, online course. So they're getting that further like education alongside like my sort of um, advice and support along their journey. So that's what I do. Um, my, I guess my big struggle at the moment in business is converting my audience into buyers. So I, most of my audience comes through my Instagram. So I do spend quite a lot of time, you know, 
creating posts and reels and doing all the things on Instagram. But, um, you know, like a lot of people sort of feel like it's really hard to work with, well, you're not really working with the algorithm. It's kind of really hard to kind of grow an audience on Instagram. Um, so I have that. And then I also have an email list. Um, and I recently launched a free telegram group for PCOS women as well. So they're the, all the channels that I use to, I guess, nurture my audience. But then it's that, I guess that converting into buyers piece that I kind of struggle with. And that's probably a little bit of a mindset thing for me as well. <laughs> mm, what do you say? It's a mindset thing. What do you mean? Like the actual selling point or? Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a pretty yeah. common mindset thing for a lot of people. And what we tend to do is we're like, Oh, I'm struggling to make sales. Let me just get more people in. Let me grow my audience. But until we fix the, uh, the mindset piece around the selling, then you can have hundreds of thousands of people in your audience, but you're still not going to be able to sell to them. So that's the bad news. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with your, with your current communities that you have on Instagram, in your uh, Telegram community and on your email list, what are you doing to get them from there into that next step in the buying process? Mm, are you giving them calls to actions? That's a good question. I do. I do use calls to action. Um, I, I guess the biggest mindset piece for me is, is that it's that trying to find that, I guess, a balance between feeling like, yeah, like using a call to action, but not wanting to oversell, like not want to constantly just show up sharing and selling your offers. I do feel like I spend quite a bit of time, you know, educating my audience and sharing lots of, you know, free content and free advice. But then I really struggle with, I guess, that piece around then, um, yeah, then sharing my offers. So I do use, I do use calls to action, but I guess it's, yeah, how do you find that balance of how often to do it? So can you think of somebody who you follow online and it might even be me and think about how many times you see this person or me <laughs> talking about their offers, selling, and then thinking about like, does that turn you off? Like if it's somebody who you are genuinely interested in their content and you want to learn from them, if you see a call to action from them, do you think, oh, that person's selling too much? Or do you think, okay, cool. They're selling. Yeah, that, that's actually a really good point because you're right. Like when it's someone that I really enjoy their content, like even for you, for example, like I love your content. I've learned a lot from you, but I never feel like, oh, that's, oh, she's selling. That's too much. I don't want to, like, I want to unsubscribe. I never get that feeling. But then when it comes to me, I don't know why I do that. And that's, that's great feedback for me because sometimes I think like, oh, have we sent too many cart open emails this launch? Or should I have maybe given an extra piece of free content there rather than selling? So we always feel like we are selling too much. First of all, your audience is not seeing every single email that you are sending, every single post you are making, like the algorithm, their inbox. They're only seeing a small percentage of that. And if somebody is seeing every single thing, it's because they are a huge fan. And they want to see every single thing. And they're not going to be turned off by you selling a little bit, fortunately. <laughs> yeah. That's actually a really, um, a really comforting thing to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's really, really helpful. Yeah. And a lot of the time when you are delivering really valuable free content, the next question in somebody's mind is, great, how can I keep working with you? Or what's the next step? 
And if we don't give them the next step, they're going to go and try and figure out the next step. They might be Googling little snippets of things. They might be trying to find somebody else who can help them. Whereas if you give them that really clear next step of if you want to go deeper into this, this is what you need to do next, then you're potentially saving them from going down all sorts of rabbit holes that might not serve them very well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. So would you say on like Instagram posts, for example, like how often is it okay or would you feel like it's okay to, yes, like to share a a call to action that leads to one of your services? Depends on, so this is, this was going to lead to my next thing that I wanted to talk about was what is that selling process that you have for each of your offers? So for example, if somebody wanted to work with you one-on-one, do they go and straight away book in and pay or is there a step in between? Do they book a call with you? Do they send you an email? Like what does that process look like? Yeah, there's, there is a step in between. So for one-on-one, well, for all my offers, I um, always suggest booking in a complimentary um, discovery wellness call first. So it's like a 15 minute free call where we just get to know each other, have a chat. I, you know, listen to what they're struggling with and what the challenges are and make sure I'm the right person for them and make sure we just kind of gel and we're the right fit because they might be looking for a nutritionist, but I want to make sure that I'm the right person and I've got the right skills for them. Um, number one. So yeah, I always, always recommend them to book in that call first. They have that. And then from there, I will book in their, yeah, whether it's the package, whether they go through Heal Your PCOS, if they're a PCOS um, client, or whether they do like a one-on-one coaching consult with me. So then the call to action isn't even to your services. The call to action is to book in a call. And what you might do on the intake form for somebody who's booking a call is you might say, look, my services start at this price point. If is this in your budget? Yes or no. So then that way, if they know that that's not in their budget, they're automatically disqualifying themselves from that. But then for everybody else who they've consumed your free content, they're looking for that next step. They think they might want to work with you. That, that next step is a pretty, it's a fairly low commitment. It's a free call and they, it's not them signing up. It's not them handing over their credit card at this point. So that's a, that's a call to action I would be giving quite regularly. Um, but yeah. with something like email, I would be giving that, you know, once a week at least, depending how often you email your list. I would be giving that call to action. Uh, with something like Instagram where you actually want to try and move some of those Instagram followers onto your email list, I'd be looking at some kind of balance between promoting your lead magnet to get people onto your email list and also promoting those free calls. Yeah, actually, that's really helpful because I think that's where I get a little bit, I don't know, like it gets a little bit messy and confusing and I feel a little bit overwhelmed because I'm like, which, what call to action do I use? Do I get them to go to my website and look at, you know, the sales page for my program? Do I get them to book in this complimentary call? Do I get them like it? Yeah, like that's just streamlined it a lot and made it make a lot more sense because that's where I feel like I get a little bit um confused is what call to action do I actually use? Like what's that next step? And that's probably where I haven't sat down and thought about actually what's that next step in the funnel. Like, you know, they're on my email list or they they're coming through my Instagram, but where do I want them to go from there? I probably haven't sat down and thought about that properly. Um, but you're right, that next step should be booking in that 
that complimentary call with me because then I get to speak to them in person. We get to sort of, yeah, have this, this chat and it is that low commitment. They don't have to sign up. There's no like, yeah, there's no feeling of like, I guess, awkwardness. And then they can go away and decide whether it's the right step for them. So yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and I mean, if you even wanted to take it one step a little bit further, you could create almost like a sales page for explaining the different ways that they can work with you. Okay. Right. Because you're essentially delivering the same outcome or similar outcomes, but with just a couple of different offers and having a page saying like, look, you know, this is the problem. This is how I solve it. These are the outcomes. And these are the different ways you can work with me. Book a call and we'll figure out which is going to be the best fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody needs a little, because some people will be like, yeah, I'll book a call. Other people might be like, oh, I want to find out a little bit more about what you do. Then you can send them there and you can test, test different calls to action. But I would, I would a hundred percent, if you've got that free call, send people there because there will be a lot of people who are like, I want to work with you, but I don't know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. So it's, yeah, really about, I guess, thinking about that whole, um, that whole funnel and, and yeah, the journey, I guess, that my audience is on and how to get them from that, you know, reading and consuming all the content all the way through to feeling like they're ready to be, yeah, to work with me and what that actual next step is. And I guess if I'm confused about what that next step is for them, they're going to be confused about it because I'm sharing all these different things. Like one time go to my website, the next time book in a call with me. So it's kind of not, it's not very streamlined. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And then the next, the next thing to think about then is what kind of content you are sharing. Because if you're sharing a lot of how to or a lot of tips and tricks, uh, what kind of content are you sharing at the moment? I feel like it's, it is a, um, a mix of sort of like, yeah, how to like the advice, the tips and tricks, but it's also, I do share content that is more like related to uh, like, helping them understand the problems that they have. Like it might be addressing challenges and problems they have, whether it's a PCOS client or whether it's, um, you know, another sort of hormonal challenge because I do, my practice focuses on women's health and hormones. Um, So I do share those kind of like problems that they um, might be experiencing. um, Yeah. And try and kind of address those. I I think. (laughs) Okay. I think that's what I'm doing. (laughs) When you say address those, do you mean like in a, this is how to solve it or in what kind of way? Like for example, um, so I guess like one of, one of a really big step in, um, working with women with hormone imbalances is getting them to, um, use nutrition and lifestyle to balance their blood sugar levels. It helps with like hormonal balance, right? So I, would might create like a post that has to do with blood sugar balance and why that's important for hormonal balance. So not exactly not telling them how to balance their blood sugars, but just linking that connection between why blood sugar balance is important for hormonal balance and how that's going to address their symptoms. Okay. So somebody, so your ideal client already knows that they've got some kind of hormone imbalance. Is that correct? Most of the time. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because they they probably aren't going to – somebody who doesn't know that they have any kind of imbalance probably isn't going to be interested in blood sugar balance, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, I mean, that that sounds fairly reasonable. Like, yeah, blood sugar balance. Like, we're showing them what they don't 
already know. They haven't considered that this is even a factor. It's not just about following the steps and ticking off the boxes. There's actually a whole lot more that they don't know. And the a really natural call to action from that is something like, um, this isn't something, this isn't a journey that is easy to go on on your own. There's a lot of, you know, I've studied for however many years to understand this and to be able to help my clients to work through this. If you would like my support, book a call at the link in my bio or book a free call at the link in my bio and we can look at some ways that this might play out or we can look at how, um, at the best way that I can help you, for example. Yeah. 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 That's actually a really good point. Um, yeah. Yeah. I will give that a try. I don't think I've tried that kind of like wording before. Cause it's, it's usually a very natural segue, uh, from your free content. If you're not sharing, if you're sharing how to and tips and tricks, it's really hard to segue from it. But if you are, if you're sharing content that's like, um, you know, myths about hormonal imbalances and you're really starting to highlight the gap of what they don't know. Mm-hmm. Then that's really reemphasizing to them how important it is that they have an expert to guide them through this journey. Yeah. Yeah. So I and guess so, you can so that that. yeah. So they're not confusing that kind of free advice and tips and tricks with the difference with what one on one coaching would do for them. Cause you know, there's exactly. like, they're two really big, they're two really different things. Like you could consume lots of content online and you know if you probably googled about hormonal balances there's probably lots of blogs and articles and online content but that to actually have individualized support tailored to you um is a whole nother thing like that's that's where they're going to get the results from so I guess it's trying to yeah educate them that they need that one-on-one advice and support to help them through that journey um, so that they're not spending all these hours Googling for something that may not actually be relevant to them. Exactly. And also a lot of people who are Googling the, ha- the how to's, they might not be your ideal client because they potentially don't prioritize it enough to invest in working with you one on one. Or it's not a problem in- enough for them at this point. Like it's not painful enough that they're like going to go and spend money for it or they just don't have the budget for it. Those are the people who are Googling the how to's. The people for whom it's really painful and they're like, I want to solve this now, those are most likely going to be your ideal clients. They're going to be the ones who prioritize spending money on it. Yeah. 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 That's really helpful. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, start if you think about it from that top down, almost it's so the, the content, the free content that you're sharing is going to attract the right people in. And then you're going to share those calls to action, whether that's a call to action to book in that call, the free call, or whether it's a call to action to download a particular lead magnet. And we haven't even talked about lead magnets yet. Uh, so I'm curious to know, like, what kind of freebies do you have that somebody can opt in for? Yeah. So I do have a free, um, ebook. It's five essential tips for hormonal balance and. Now that we're talking about it, now that we've had this discussion, I'm thinking that that might need some tweaking and changing because I feel like the ebook in itself is just giving away a lot of free advice rather than helping them understand the problem and realizing that this sort of, yeah, the one-on-one individualized advice and coaching is what they're actually going to need to solve that. I don't know if that's kind of the right way to go about it, but definitely at the moment, my lead magnet is very much just 
advice, practical advice that they can take home and, you know, make some changes to their nutrition and lifestyle with. And that's not like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, it might, it could be more strategic. Yes. Uh, yeah. but it's, you know, like it's, it's a lot of work to go and create a new one. It's something I would put on your to do list to do at some stage. What I would be so curious to know though is at the end of that ebook on the back page, is there a link to go and book in a call? Yes, there is. Good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Got that one the, right. I'm pretty sure it, I learned that one from you. <laughs> and in the sequence, the email sequence that they get after they've downloaded it, is there a call to action there to book in a call at some stage? There is. Yeah. Good. Okay. Excellent. Those are two really simple ones. I was like, I just want to make sure you've done those. So the, good. So the, we're, we're alternating then on Instagram, you know, call to action between lead magnet and, um, a, and the, the free call. And, and even also if you want to send people from Instagram straight to your Telegram community, you could potentially give that call to action as well. Yeah. Yeah. But then once those people are there, you do need to sell to them. Yes. <laughs> right. That's the next tricky part. Yes. Yeah. 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 And some people might not. The, the book a free call will convert some people, but there might be some people who are like, can I just email you back and forth? And, and is it an absolute prerequisite for you that they jump on a call or are you happy to email with them and assess whether they're a good fit? Um, to be honest with you, I'm just trying to think. I, I very rarely have anyone that emails me. Most people will just book in a call. Okay. I, I think I've only had, you know, maybe one or two people that have actually emailed a question, but most people will just book in a call. Like it is, I guess it is an option, but it's not something that I ever share because it's never really happened much. Yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's fair. So then in that case, we, yeah, keep the call to action as book a call. Um, and you might, if you create that sales page that I was talking about where you outline the different offers and it's the tricky thing is you do solve a bunch of different problems. Because mm. PCOS it might show up differently to other hormonal imbalances. And so you might even end up further down the track with separate sales pages by problem. Mm -hmm. So if you have PCOS, this is how you, these are the different ways you can work with me, book in a call. If you have some other kind of imbalance and these are the, like these, this is the problem and this is how it's showing up. This is how we can work together. This is where you book a call. Um, so that's something you could potentially play with in the future for now. Yeah. Stick with that call to action of book a free call and do it at least once a week. Amazing. Challenge yourself. <laughs> I will. Thank you. That was really helpful. Uh, and the other, the, the final thing to consider is also, um, keeping an eye on any objections you get from people about working with you. So I'm not ready yet, or it's not enough of a problem for me to go and invest in it yet. Those are really great places for creating free content, great ideas for free content. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's really helpful. I think I'll add some, some other con, yeah, I've definitely got some other content ideas to add in there. I think one of the biggest objections I get as well is it's, it's a big thing to, I guess, work with the nutritionist because they know that it means creating change and that's. Mm -hmm. Hard. Like that's a big thing. Like people might have these problems. They have symptoms. They have things that are affecting their life. But then the challenging part then is, is they actually have to do something and make change, which is not easy. 
we're all in the business of behavior change, right? Like even, <laughs> even online business, when I'm, I'm showing people what to do and how to implement things in their business, that's also behavior change because a lot of the time they have to get out of their comfort zone. They have to do something that they don't feel comfortable doing or don't feel confident doing. Mm. We're all pretty much anybody who is in like the online coaching, online education space. We are all in the business of behavior change and it's, it, it's really challenging because you can only motivate somebody up to a point and then they need to motivate themselves, unfortunately. But you can show them, you can help them to prioritize it. You can show them why it's important. You can show them why it matters more than other things they might be prioritizing. You can show them where they're going wrong. And over time, as they consume that content, they'll start to see, oh, this is something I need to fix right now. And that's when they'll book in. Yeah. Okay. This is giving me lots of new, fresh content ideas. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. Is there anything else, any other questions that are coming up or anything else that's coming up for you? No, I think they were the big ones. I think it's just going to be me sitting down and just, um, yeah, just really going through, okay, what's that process and that journey that I'm wanting to take my audience on? Um, and being, more clear and concise on what that next step is for them. Um, because I think that's where I have been a little messy and, and it hasn't really had any sort of structure or strategy around it. Um, so yeah, it's just being clear on that and then also creating some new fresh content. So I'm not always sharing sort of how to's yes. and tips and tricks, but helping them really understand why uh, one-on-one coaching and support is going to help them through that health journey um, compared to sort of, yeah, Googling all of the things. <laughs> yes, exactly. And making more calls to action along the way. Yes, yes. That's the big one. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, there you go. You've got your, you've got your homework. Thank you so much, Thank Tris. You. This has been so much, you've been so much fun to coach along this and I'm excited for you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much, Steph. I really appreciate your advice. And yeah, I love all the uh, the content and all the advice that you share. It's been, yeah, it's really good. Thank you. All right. That is it for today's episode. If you haven't already hit subscribe, make sure you hit the plus button in Apple Podcasts or the follow button in Spotify and you'll get each new episode straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you have any friends who you think might be struggling with this issue, hit the share button, copy the link, and send it over to them. It's how I get to help more people. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time. Mm -hmm.